0: Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is Next in Line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. Oh, there we go. Now, guys, <laughs> thanks to uh, this co-host I got going on over here, Mr. Lane Divin, we got the on-air light lit up. Um, that was gifted by Mr. Michael Ruiz to the podcast, so that's a pretty cool little thing we got going. Um, but... Guys, I'm getting to sit down again for the first time in a while by himself with Mr. Lane Divin. Super excited about that. Welcome to the podcast.
1: <laughs> yes sir. Yes sir. Thank you, man. It has been it's been a little while.
0: Yeah, I think the last time you were on the podcast was the Rocky Raccoon group episode.
1: Rocky Raccoon group episode. I think the last time by myself was right after spartan ultra i think yep up there I in so. uh,
0: grand prairie
1: yeah yeah so that would have been october of uh 22
0: do me a favor move that mic up a little bit a little bit further in there boy tuck it in up better now nah, tuck it in on your on your mouth bottom lip Is that there better so that better that's that's better if that's you can write it up a cool. little bit higher yeah um, um
1: no yeah i think it's like october of 20 uh yeah 22
0: Yeah, so So it's
1: it's been a while.
0: It's been a hot minute, man, and uh, Mm. there's been some big changes going on in life. Uh, (laughs) One of the big reasons I wanted to get you in here and and talk to you is because... uh, What we try to do is encourage people on this podcast to take on big things in life. Um, We've seen some people do some crazy cool stuff, right? We've seen them start running and leading into ultra running. Uh, We've seen some people lose a ton of weight and get motivated. We've seen them decide to take on challenges in their career and their personal life that they um, have voiced out and said that they wouldn't have done otherwise. So mm-hmm. it's really cool to see. Um, and not saying that we had that kind of influence on you here, but <laughs> you uh, you took on some pretty good changes here recently, and I wanted to kind of talk about a couple of them, whether it's the physical side of the things that you're doing um, sure. yeah, or the uh, personal and career side.
1: Yeah, I mean, shoot, man. We've had development in all three, I reckon, to tell you the truth. So it's yeah. been, it's been lots of growth or changes all across the board
0: do you have any preference on where we dive into first <laughs> on that
1: man it, it don't matter uh, I mean I think something that we've been well I was gonna say working on the longest has been probably my bodybuilding route that we've been going through but I'd probably say my marriage takes precedence over that there you go I know Kim- I know I'm sure Kindle- Kendall appreciates it. <laughs>
0: Kendall appreciate that for sure man yeah bodybuilding so you've uh you've kind of kind of been a jack of all trades here within the movement and within your personal life right <laughs> pacing people for 30 miles yeah, uh,
1: yeah uh, man I mean shoot really just a little bit of everything um hmm. you know we dove into the running. Dove into the Spartan racing type say, sort of thing.
0: Took on your own Spartan ultra distance event. Yeah,
1: met first Spartan and first uh, ultra all at once. Uh, and then we changed gears. We've been in the in the weight room lifting pretty heavy uh, ever since. So,
0: man, you showed me those uh, those progress pictures of you today. And man, it's just insane. He's a, he's got a wing <laughs> spread on him now. Trying to fly, baby. <laughs> That's right. Pretty, pretty gum wide, but man, it's cool to see. So what, what do those changes look like? I mean, what has that been like transitioning from, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, it's not necessarily a lack of discipline cause it was definitely there, but it's a different kind of discipline, right? Different kind of structure going into it. So what what are some of those big changes you've uh, shifted gears on in that direction in your head and just what's that structure look like
1: you know i feel like a aspect that probably people really focus on when you talk about bodybuilding the obvious is going to be lifting right in reality the focus is more on your nutrition and uh that's been it's been a uh, it's been an adventure in and of itself um you know it's it's been pretty difficult at times um you know but I've really tried to capitalize on my discipline in that regard and and uh, you know the weight room itself has been pretty exciting, you know, just going in and changing some stuff up over time and staying consistent with it so. So what
0: were you doing? I know, I know there's a lot of maintenance style stuff you were doing and you've always been pretty structured with weightlifting. Um, but going from that maintenance stuff and just some of the more calisthenic work we've talked about doing with the pull-ups and fun stuff like that, dips, what do you, what's your structure look like now? Are you on the machines more? Are you doing more barbell stuff? What is that?
1: Well, so it kind of depends on the growth cycle or really the, just the cycle in general um you know within that, that period of your competition or building phase or whatever it may be right so you gotta go through from what i've learned so far you know the first few months is going to be building that base right obviously with your running and, and i imagine the crossfit and everything else you have to have a solid base to um, really start making a bunch of those gains uh, making a bunch of that progress um you know so for for me and my coach, we're going through doing some uh pretty consistent Olympic type of lifting, uh, for a little while, getting my strength there, making sure my form is there on everything. Um, and then from there we rolled into a bunch of um ISO movements for your different muscle groups and stuff like that. Um and then now recently we've kind of transitioned into your your generic, your your pull days, your push days, stuff like that. So um, you know, we've gone through a few different, few different changes. You got to keep your body um, adapting to continuous growth. So
0: Nice. And how many, how many days does that put you on the weights?
1: So um, the past, let me think. So for my first uh, 12 weeks, I was in the gym four days a week. Um, and then now with my new program that we just started up, Uh, Two weeks ago, I'm lifting six days a week.
0: Lifting six days a week. And you're doing some cardio, right, if I'm not mistaken?
1: Yep, yep. So uh, three of those days are two days. So I'll lift in the morning, and then I've got some cardio going on in the evening. So.
0: Okay. Man, that's uh, that's quite the the regiment that you're on. I know we uh, (laughs) – We don't slouch whenever we go in the gym either. I know that from a fact. Uh, lifting a few times with Mr. Divin here and him trying to kill me uh, in a weight I, room.
1: I don't know, man. You've tried to kill me a few times. Yeah, it, it's,
0: a, it's a mutual uh, understanding that we just... Uh, like my wooden day. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but, man, whenever whenever you get in there like that, um, <clears throat> it, it's, it's kind of crazy to see the way you attack things because you're not talking about simple just kind of go in there and knock out a 30-minute wait session. I mean, you've, you're you typically in there well over an hour from what I've seen, and, I mean, even mm-hmm. going into an hour and a half, sometimes two yep. hours at times. Yep. Um, yep. So pretty pretty dedicated process, it sounds like, at least on the physical side, for sure.
1: For sure, and, like, even the type of lifting I imagine is, is probably different from what you're typically used to or what you typically see, right? You, you see people going in there, they're going to be high rep or high – um you know, I guess typically like high reps and they're just kinda going through that movement, but we have very um specific movements with um some high intentionality behind what we're doing. Um, you know, we got explosive movements, you're controlling the weight down, exploding through that rep and then um, you know, really just focusing on those different um apexes within that lift essentially. So I got you. I don't know if that makes sense, but
0: it, it makes yeah it makes sense i mean me you've lifted together yeah. a
1: few times so you, you know what i'm talking about but
0: yeah a lot of a lot of scaling up and down and i mean inc- increases in rate or sorry weight as you're uh lowering your reps and things like that mm-hmm. and just kind of calculate it on on more growth i guess is the best way to put it rather than endurance
1: yeah yeah i'd say that's pretty um, fair
0: and yeah which is total explosiveness obvious. Yeah, total opposite of what I've done in my past, (laughs) of course. And that's why I joke about Lane Divin killing me. Um, So, uh, but man, with that, uh, you mentioned how important the diet side is. Do you want to run down kind of what your diet's been through this point? I know it's changed a bit,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so pre, um, you know, I guess bodybuilding phase for me, I was pretty strict through 75 hard, and, and I stayed pretty strict afterwards. While I was going through Lift Hard and all of that. Um, but I was on a super low carb, high protein diet. Um, I guess my fats were kind of average, um, but I completely, my coach had me completely switch gears and it was quite an adjustment you know, going into this process. Um, I've been super high carb diet. My protein is, is where it needs to be. You know, I sit at 185 grams of protein um, per meal. Uh, well, for my main meals, at least. And then, uh, but my carbs are, my carbs are pretty high. So, but, um, you know, my calories, we started off, you know, just trying to find a base for me. I was at 2,800 calories um, per day and I was actually losing weight. Um, you know, we started off at, I, know, I think it was like weighing 195 pounds, 200 pounds or so, somewhere around there and you know same thing with lifting and everything else you know your nutrition you got to have that baseline nutrition you gotta find where your macros are where you need to be um in order to maximize that nutrition uh, guideline that you have so um yeah so we started off at 2800 currently i'm at 3600 um we've increased my calories um over the past i guess it's about 16 weeks or so now um I think the goal my coach has for me is sitting about four thousand calories. Um, it's quite a bit. It's quite a bit. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but you know, you have to make sure you're eating enough to make sure you're getting that muscle growth, that, that maximum potential for your muscle growth. Um, so that's what we're shooting for right now. Um, you know, I said I think I started off one ninety five, two hundred, somewhere around there. Um, right now, you know, I fluctuate between two twelve. 215 ish somewhere around there i weighed in at things like 213 today which is is different for me you know going through that process you know last year going through 75 hard and dropping all that weight and here i am putting it back on which it's, it's a different physique for me this time but some days it's hard seeing that man so
0: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, man. I know we've had some conversations about that before, but even talking with Mark and Missy on that podcast we had them on uh, for the interview, man, it's really easy to get addicted to that number and that kind of judging your health and your physique and where you're at based off of that scale going down and being closer to a number that seems lighter or more lean. And the truth of the matter is, I mean, looking at the progress pictures even that we explored, you're arguably more lean Muscular than you were at some of those other points you've been at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And man, it's just really cool to see and hear that as well. Um, So man, I I think that's a great point. And yeah, you're gonna argue with yourself on it a little (laughs) bit, but um, and
1: I think it's one of those. It's like a true, like everybody has seen that Instagram post where it's like it's just a number type deal, and they'll show a picture of them at this weight and then a picture of them at that exact same weight and completely different physiques and I, I you know for me like I'm in that same boat but I think with me coming off of my big weight loss you know a year ago like I, I, days there, there's definitely days where I still have that battle mentally but it's just realizing like look I mean yes the number may be getting close to where you were but like physically you're completely different like, this is a healthy 215, not a bad 215. <laughs> sure. No, and, and that's completely
0: so, different, right?
1: All that, and then, I mean, shoot, man, you know, not just physically, but you can start looking at the different, like, your, your physical capabilities, right? Because now, if we're looking at where I was, you know, a year and a half ago, I wasn't in the 1,000-pound club, which is nothing great, but, I mean, it's like, I feel like it's a benchmark where you can kind of set yourself at
0: absolutely what is a thousand pound club just for anybody that might not know
1: so the thousand pound club is your cumulative um, weights um, all added together between bench uh, squat and deadlift or a thousand pounds or more um, so it's you know just the addition of all those and you know with me being in the thousand pound club weighing 215. I can still bust out a sub eight minute mile if I needed to. Like, that's something that's pretty cool to me, at least. That's phenomenal. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know Barnes out there probably says otherwise, but <laughs> man, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's all, it's all relative, right? You know, seeing where I was a year and a half ago, weighing two, what did I started at, I think it was like 227, 225, something like that. And then just the progress where I am now, like, it's just completely different. So it's pretty cool.
0: That is really cool, man. In a couple of points of clarification, uh, just rewinding. So for your maintenance calories, um, that's kind of your area. You can define it as a plateau, right? That's where you're not losing, not gaining. Yep, precisely. Daily operating.
1: Yep, that's yep. your basic uh, nutrition uh, needs are met, uh, caloric wise, and you're not. You know, like you said, not losing, not gaining. Um, mine probably said about three thousand or so. I was losing at twenty eight hundred, so
0: got you I think I'm somewhere in that ballpark as well yeah. I think the high twos um, but another kind of thing I wanted to dive into a little bit on that um, you're talking about in essence everybody says the word bulk right you're in some ways or bulking yeah. you're bulking that's yeah, just outright absolutely. you're bulking absolutely um, trying to gain some weight but you're doing it with the intention of gaining good weight. Right, for sure. So, this is a very clean process for you. It is assuming. It uh, is. Yeah. So, w- what do those meals look like? You talked about the diet, I want to dive into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, it is it does not change, uh, from day to day whatsoever. So, uh, man, for breakfast, I have well, okay, for breakfast, I have five whole eggs every morning. Um, I have 125 grams of oats with 150 grams of berries every single morning. Um, I have a snack that is one honeycrisp apple. It's pretty dang good. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get treat. them sugars in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then one ounce of almonds with a protein shake. Uh, my lunch is 185 grams of chicken, um, four ounces of broccoli or asparagus, depending on the day. I can go back and forth between the two. And then for a while, I was at 225 grams of white rice, but that was recently jumped up to 285, so 285 grams of white rice. Um, for my dinners, I'll go through 185 grams of 90-10 beef, um, so that's where I get a little bit of that fat from, um, four ounces of bell pepper, and then, yeah, the, the beef, so, and rice. So again, it's going to be that 285. And then for my snack, um, it's 32 grams of peanut butter. So that's one tablespoon of peanut butter um, actually measured out. So for you folks out there cheating, uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's very easy to go over that one one tablespoon of peanut butter. It's it's a lot less than what you actually think it is.
0: Especially whenever you're quote-unquote eating uh, maybe a little bit more of a – junk or cheat meal kind of yeah because peanut butter whenever you're eating as clean as he is eating that very much feels like a treat oh
1: absolutely i look i look forward to that meal every night yeah (laughs) um but yeah so 32 grams of peanut butter um and then i have uh what is it it's um 100 grams of granola and then some uh, greek yogurt with it so
0: Okay, so a little sweet treat to cap off the
1: evening. Yep, yep, basically, man. Um, that's that's about it. That's my diet. So it's been my diet for the past sixteen weeks or so. Um, obviously, the amounts have changed as we've gone on, um, but that's, that's what it's looking like.
0: So. so, I got. I mean, I got to ask the question. I I, I know <laughs> why, but man, why? What makes you want to put yourself through that? The same food the same amounts of food the meticulous counting everything out yeah just to at um, I'm sure you get bored I'm sure you get tired of it at some points but what makes you just keep doing that
1: well, man I think it's probably you know the same reason why we do anything that we do it's just testing yourself you know through consistency and through discipline you know you're gonna see growth in whatever it is that you do and for me, you know, this is something that I've promised myself that I would com- commit myself fully to. And, you know, it's an experience I need to see fully through. Um, and so, you know, that's what it is for me. You know, just following through on, the, on, the, on my word to myself and some others that I've made the, that promise to. And, and, you know, it's just another one of those things, man, it's just trying to push myself where I can. And you know, for a lot of people, the monotony is is what gets them, it but you know, that's that's what makes that difference between that first and second place is how you are during those tough, monotonous times. So,
0: I completely understand. I'm going through some of that with my running right now, yep. man, trying to get back on track. So, that's no, that's words from the wise right there. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, but man, it. It's crazy that you've been able to keep up that kind of consistency with all the crazy things and all the changes that y'all have going on. Yes, sir. Um, and you mentioned obviously the marriage. Uh, congratulations first oh, off to you and thank Kittle.
1: Thanks, thank you. I appreciate you, man.
0: Yes, sir. No, it's it's been a blessing to be around that and be a part of it. But I, did she? How is she on the supportive side of all that? With uh, with obviously you're probably eating different from each other we are (laughs) she's uh she's having different meals and she's kind of there's probably some fin for yourself nights and uh yeah yeah
1: definitely you know i mean um i'm so blessed in in that regard with kendall like she is so supportive in whatever it is that i do uh you know i think that's something that we're both very blessed in um but you know there's definitely some nights where she she's I'm, i'm tired of eating chicken for you like and i'm not even eating it i understand but <laughs> yeah and you know it, it's just part of the process you know it's it's just one of those things and but no she's fully supportive of it which is pretty dang awesome makes life a lot easier too
0: yeah no i can i can imagine and
1: makes my meal prepping days go a lot quicker as well <laughs> i believe it does she
0: dive in and help you do the cooking and she stuff does like that?
1: yeah she does she'll go through chop up bell peppers and and help me measure some stuff out and makes it man that process if you're in there by yourself it can my sunday meal prep is about four hours so and it's just going through getting every single thing lined out so that's
0: wild man i'd yeah my meal prep today i think i went through about an hour process of just getting things prepped out and then about 30 minutes to cook so with what you're doing and how much you're having to eat and all the craziness and See, I'm not weighing anything out or doing anything crazy. I'm just getting close and making sure I have fuel for the runs I'm doing in forms of carbs and protein yeah. and all that. And yep. to see to see you diving into that, that's a whole different world. Um,
1: <laughs> it is, man. It is. I mean, it it puts food into a different perspective. You know, I think as well. I, I feel like a lot of people lean on food as comfort. I mean, I think everybody's leaned on food for comfort at some point. Um, but you know, it's, you start looking at food as, as fuel for your body. It's like, if I dive off of my diet, I go have a cheap meal, man, I feel, I feel pretty dang bad. Um, so it it definitely puts food into a different perspective when you have that type of relationship with it. So
0: that's, that's a great point. And I thought about something whenever we were talking about, uh, what you're doing right now with trying to bulk up a little bit and, and gain some good weight. I actually had a guy reach out to me this past week uh, back home, and he's working on putting on some weight. He's always kind of had the opposite problem of me and you. He's always been pretty lean, pretty long and, mm-hmm. and thin, and uh, he wants to start putting <clears throat> on some muscle, especially in the upper body and that kind of thing. and yeah. just gain some weight so as somebody who's going through that process who's learning about nutrition what would be some of the kind of top things for somebody like that to look out for what does he need to be doing in order to to maybe put on a little bit of healthy weight like he's doing
1: yeah i mean it it, again it just really ties back into your discipline and your consistency um you know for me going through and, and slowly incrementing you know higher calories throughout my meals um there's definitely times where you're eating and you're you're not you're not comfortable by any means and it's just another part of that process you know you gotta be comfortable with the uncomfortable um you know that ties into food unfortunately with bodybuilding right um you know if it's something that you're struggling with you know you just pick up the dang fork man you just gotta keep on eating um you know if, if that's if that's the, the struggle that he's dealing with you know it's just like just like anything else you just got to keep keep at it so
0: no oh, that that's good I advice
1: mean, it's just it's just straightforward you know you just can't overthink things like that so
0: yeah and a, a lot of people i mean it's easy to get lost in the the research of it all right there's a million and one youtube videos about Paralysis
1: by overanalysis.
0: Man, we I know me and you have <laughs> talked about that <laughs> you dang too right. many times. We, <laughs> we get caught up in it in other aspects of our life, and, and even these. But. We
1: do. We do, absolutely. And I mean, shoot, man, we're, we're not perfect by any means, so we struggle just like everybody else. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. But it, it is cool to get in here and be able to share some of that different perspective and some of the things that, that we've picked up on through these processes were going on and all this fun stuff we've been doing mm-hmm. so man I, I appreciate you sharing that and, and helping out somebody that that's reached out for some some help to next in line I actually might connect him with you at some point yeah, and, absolutely because and, I know you're you're more knowledgeable on that front than I am so
1: sending my way man I'm happy to help
0: that sounds good dude well I don't want to shy away from any of the other big things that you got going on in life uh, man you are what is a couple weeks now married
1: married yep so, we, uh, <laughs> hold on. let's see we are one day shy of a month so dang it it's, it's man already by. holy yeah. smokes it's flown by, flown so by. We, uh,
0: i guess that's right holy smokes
1: yeah because we got married uh may 26th and then that weekend we went to uh good old mexico um enjoyed a full seven days over there it's hard to come back man you got all inclusive drinks and food and everything else at a resort. You know, it's was, it was nice.
0: Probably didn't have a problem hitting the uh, calories. No, <laughs> while you're out there in no, Mexico.
1: No, and I mean, thankfully, you know, my coach, uh, he's like, "Look, man, it's your honeymoon, it's your wedding. Like, go, go, enjoy it, right?" And so, I, I definitely enjoyed myself. I had some nachos and, and some good shrimp tacos and stuff like that. It was pretty dang good, but. Um. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time. So we got out there. We did some some scuba diving. We did some deep sea fishing. Um, what else did we do? Just some paddle boarding. Just hanging out. That's cool.
0: There you go, man. Sounds like a good time. And and I know. I know the changes haven't stopped there. Y'all, uh, nope. y'all <laughs> undertook some pretty substantial stuff here uh, over a short time. The reason Lane's so able to sit in here in the uh, the podcast studio with me, and you're probably going to see more of his face if he uh, wants to come hang out with us, absolutely, is because he also recently moved down here to Divine, Texas. He
1: did, um, man. Right Roddy- Right across the golf course from me. Yeah,
0: he's about a mile <laughs> as the crow flies. He's about two point two five miles down the road if you uh, run the roads. Yep. So, yep. yeah, he's right around the corner. You'll probably catch a lot more Elaine. You'll probably see a lot more of the activities we'll be doing together down here as well. Heck but yeah, man, man,
1: come to the gym with me.
0: That's right. I, uh, try to kill me one more time <laughs> on a more regular basis. <laughs> but. I'll uh it's okay. I'll put him in the cold plunge too and we'll get even on that. Oh, come on with it. There we go. Hey, it's right out right out there, yeah,
1: man. You're dang right. Oh shit. No, it's... man. I mean i i everything in my life has been God's time and and I think truly recently has been such a like I don't know what the word I'm looking like like apparent fact of that for me, you know? Um kennel kennels and i relationship and and how we met and and how it got started and everything else i mean you know that story and just us you know getting married with the with the timing of it and and getting down here and you know it's just been it's just been all straight god's time and you know with my new career um, i'll be starting up here soon um, with my new company and everything it's it's been pretty dang cool. It's been pretty dang cool to see how it's all played out. So it's something I'm very, very thankful for. So,
0: Man, it, it's been awesome to sit on the sidelines and see y'all just finding all kinds of cool opportunities that have pushed y'all closer to where y'all want to go. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's really awesome to get to celebrate many of those things with y'all. But, man, in the course of course of a, a few months, you're deep into bodybuilding and changes and all these stresses. Then you get married now you've completely up and moved three and a half hours across the state. Yep. Um, and yep. not not to shy away from the fact that you're taking on a new career in, in something that's familiar. Yeah, yeah but familiar but still different. A little different, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Different company as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's within the realm, but it's it's not fully comfortable. So, man, how do you – is it is it just – kind of living on a prayer jump out there and do it or is there <laughs> is there some courage that it took man and if so how do you how do you muster up the uh courage and how do you handle that situation of deciding hey it's time and and pulling the trigger on something that sounds like y'all been hoping for 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 a while and looking forward to for a while
1: you know i think you i think a lot of that just it just comes back to having faith faith that it's going to work out how it's supposed to um you know i don't i don't get anxious about anything i, I try not to um and, and kendall's probably a little bit opposite of that fact you know um but you can control what you can control and you know there's a lot of factors that you can't control so you know you don't really dwell on those things because you can't do anything about it right um but you know you can start just Trying to make just make make stuff happen in in the direction that you want to go and just having faith in that process and that plan and and God and just just letting it see how it all plays out, man. You know, I don't really I don't know how to really answer that one. But yeah. Just I don't know. I've always kinda gone along with the with the punches while I've had my own plan, you know, in those punches, I guess. So
0: Yeah. I mean what what's the hardest part about about what you've just kind of on the professional and career side of this, I guess between the move and the uh, and the career switch, what's been the biggest hurdle for you? What's been the biggest factor? I mean, I know there's so many unknowns with it, but is there anything that kind of was the? I guess you had to tiptoe up to the ledge, and then it was really deciding to step off into the unknown kind of thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. What is that? I mean,
1: I think me and you had a had a talk about that. You know, right before I started initiating, everything is like, should I do it? Should I wait? And, then, you know, we had to talk about it, which, which helped me through that process a little bit. And, and you know, I, I prayed about it many times. And, you know, I was just like, look, you just got to get this thing rolling and just have faith in what happens, happens. Um, you know, so starting that process, I, I would say it was probably the most difficult because I truly loved where I worked at and who I worked with. You know, I think the culture um, is what makes or breaks that that company, or or the job, or or where, whatever it is that you're doing. Right, It always comes back to the culture more so than than the job itself. I feel like, um, and for me, you know, it, it was pretty difficult not not necessarily betraying anybody, but but knowing that I was going to be leaving that company, and and trying to start looking for the next move for myself and, and my new wife you know um but i just had faith and what was going to happen was going to happen and so you know i started throwing my name out there and had had a few different opportunities and I, i'm happy to uh, happy to see where i ended up so i'm pretty excited for it
0: absolutely man and uh well Chris Barnes, I know if he listens to this podcast, he's gonna burn me for saying absolutely because apparently that's my that's my response, my favorite one to Both say. Both of us man. So uh, yeah, gotta be gotta be gun shy. Gotta laugh about that, but not to take away from what you just said, man. And there, there's something I kind of, as a leader, person in the leadership role, uh, looking at you and and what you were for, where you were in the location and the people that worked for you and with you. I mean, as a as a leader that's respected and who's done some awesome things where you were and and everything, how does that process look whenever you're getting ready to walk away uh, from that to go take on something else? What are what are some things you wanted to keep in mind and some some uh, kind of not necessarily a legacy you wanted to leave, but but what are some things you had in mind and made sure to take care of and kind of kind of do as you're looking to preserve that bridge and and that relationship as you do transition and have to do what's best for you right is there anything that you was a challenge or that you really worked towards as you walked out
1: you know for me it was you know my team meant the world to me and I think that they they knew that and I think it's part of just building that relationship over the time that you're with those people you know there's a difference between saying that you care but there's a difference in showing that you care and, you know, there's some stuff that need to be taken care of. Um, and I, I made sure that I got those squared away for them before I was gone. Um, you know, and it's something that will always be implemented there from here on out. Um, and we can dive into that a little bit uh, later off camera. But, um, you know, I think it's just making sure that they are left um, in the best position to continue succeeding versus just like man, I ain't gonna be here in two weeks. This this crap don't matter no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's it's pretty apparent whenever, um, it, it's pretty apparent for those guys whenever they see the difference between those two because they they've seen the difference between the two, and it's just making sure that that there's that open line of communication and being like, look, I may be leaving, but dude, I'm just a phone call away. You can always call me. I even talked to my upper management, you know, I know that there's going to be some phone calls coming down the road, just making sure that you're not just burning that bridge, but you're still maintaining that relationship that you have with everybody. So I think that really goes long ways with, with understanding, you know, the, the situation and, and why it is that you're leaving, you know, just leaving for more money or, or, or whatever it may be, but it's just, you know, just life circumstances. So.
0: No, it makes a lot of sense. I, that's, very similar situation i found myself in whenever i was i was leaving that same area and mm-hmm. uh it's a very challenging thing to do right um and there's there's certain relationships that you deal with in certain individuals i'm sure that it would have been very easy to let yourself uh succumb to that mindset of well you're not necessarily my problem anymore this yeah. isn't yep. not not my circus not my animals kind of thing you know and,
1: yeah yep uh, but you know it's there, there are probably a couple different situations I could have easily just left for the next individual but it's, it's not the right thing to do especially in the leadership positions that we were in you know it, there's certain things that you need to you need to make sure that you capitalize and, and take care of before leaving um, you know just to help out you know <clears throat> that team success and, and the company's success as a whole so
0: man I can I can definitely appreciate you doing that and, and respect that attitude towards leaving uh, and and how you approach that man that's that's an awesome way to be that's the same way mm-hmm. i tried to approach it and i mean that's generally i i think that one thing that a lot of people forget about and we talked about it before is that everybody wants to have a positive outcome right mm-hmm. everybody that shows up to work whether they're disgruntled whether they have issues going on whether they're a problem child quote unquote um or or whether there's their doing their job to the best of their ability, we're all working towards something positively, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and for me, I mean shoot for both of us, right? We have that, that special opportunity, you know, to help some of these guys find their buy in, right? Find why why is it that they're do that they're there doing what they do. And once you help them them find that, you know, you start to see changes in their attitude and and that attitude, you know, everybody has influence on the work culture and if you take care of their buy-in, then everything else falls into place. You know, you help them find their purpose deeper than just turning wrenches or whatever it may be, you know, help them find that why and you start to see some some pride and caring to what it is that they do, which just transitions into the relationship with everybody else, you know, so.
0: Oh, man. And yeah, that's that's something that applies directly into everything that we do here. Right. Talking about just personal development and finding your why. It gets a little bit cliche, but but the truth of the matter is those guys are showing up to work because they want to provide the best future for their family and they want to work to get themselves in a position to where they can be successful long term. Right. And, And it's more than just showing up and punching that clock every day. And what you do that day, it's a little bit of an investment to the future and yeah
1: absolutely and i mean even getting them to buy into the into the team itself right if they have that strong relationship with everybody else on that team you know they may see their self slacking and be like well dang i can't let so-and-so carry more away the team just because of me you know it it helps them pick up their pick up their pace or or whatever it may be and and help be more productive um as a team member so
0: yeah no a hundred percent and that's that's a very, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a very tough position to find yourself in sometimes because, as a leader and as an individual, right? Whether it's whether we're talking about leadership of people, whether we're talking about just everyday life, or it's your relationship with your wife, your kids, your yep. family, whatever organization you're in, <clears throat> it's hard to be bought in yourself all the time. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. hard to be committed to eating 4,000 calories and <laughs> going to the weight room for six sessions a week or six days a week with cardio sessions on top of that.
1: It right? is, man. It is. But I think what everybody needs to realize is that they have the opportunity to be a leader in what it is that they do. I agree. They have the opportunity to be a leader in the position that they are in whatever it is that they're doing like they can make that impact where where they are currently and i feel like a lot of people are like once i get to that next promotion once i do this once i do that then i can start making an impact but no like you can make that impact where you are currently and people need to realize that so stop stop waiting start making those impacts (laughs) (laughs)
0: There's a podcast me and you have kicked back and forth a couple of times. Yeah. It is the Dabo Sweeney and Ed Myler podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Man, he he says it perfectly. Bloom where you're planted, right? Be, Be the best version of yourself you can be exactly where you are. If you're the guy going and getting the coffee
1: you get the best Be the damn best coffee. coffee bringer there ever was. Exactly. Yep.
0: If your job is to organize the files, do it better than anyone else ever has before. And it just bleeds into everything else. It infects everyone with the quality of work you're doing, what you're showing up and, and contributing every single day. And it does eventually lead to a path that is positive and, and puts yeah. you down a positive trajectory.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, And we're not even just talking about professional life here, but, shoot, I mean, your personal life. Like, if you stay dedicated and disciplined and consistent in the goals that you're working on personally, if you're going home and doing the shit that you don't want to do every day, but you do it because you know you need to, that is 100% going to carry over into your professional life, whether you realize it or not. And it may be vice versa for some folks out there, but I promise you, if you do that, it will have influence on the other aspects of your life
0: it will and i mean you can just see a a micro example of that with what we have going on here right and there's so many people have gotten involved with this movement and the situation yeah. and yep. and it's a blessing to have you and kendall involved and then there's so many other i've got so many great family members we talked about michael uh my dad's super involved heck we had mark and missy on a little bit ago and mm-hmm. and there's way too many for me to sit out and list all of them uh, but we're super thankful and even even dan dan that was on here i think he plays 18 yeah. in a hundred mile dude i saw today. that was insane Killed that was it. Cool. congratulations dan yeah uh,
1: congrats dude that's freaking awesome i was looking at your mile splits too i I don't remember which mile, but he went from a 14-miler to, like, a 935. Yeah, killing I it. Think, I think it was, like, his 105th mile or something. like that. 105th mile, yeah. 105th ran 935. Are you kidding me? Like, do you know how insane that is? It's just, freaking awesome, dude. Just
0: the conversation. I mean, us getting fired up like that, that that's exactly what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Just – Growing where are blooming where you're planted, man. Yeah. He he had the opportunity to go out there and just be super successful and and give the best version of himself, man. It's firing us up, Yep. right?
1: Yep. It was, it's awesome. It is. It is freaking cool. <laughs> and and, and I'm, I'm getting tired of the word awesome, but it's literally awesome. So
0: it it is, and and that's something I'm I'm. I'm glad we can bring into this whole thing, and I'm glad we can have those kinds of people. And I, I'm super excited to see where the adventure keeps going with all of it, especially now that that y'all are down here, just right around the corner, oh, man.
1: Yeah. yeah, we got some we got some plans on the horizon. So
0: we do, and uh, we'll we'll be taking some of our own advice from this podcast, I'm sure, at times <laughs> when things get tough and our backs are against the wall on some things, and uh, and Stick. outcomes look grim.
1: Yep, yep, you just got to keep on grinding.
0: That's exactly so right,
1: have faith in the process, and keep going, so
0: man, and uh shoot, I guess the only other thing I'm trying to think, we think of we have going question wise do what, what you what, got what you got, man? I was gonna ask you the famous question I always well, ask everybody next in line? what's next in line for you yeah. after you do your bodybuilding thing? have you given any thought to' Because obviously this is a super restrictive process, and it puts you in i say restrictive is a very um perspective driven word right
1: it is it is you know it, it's difficult right you know it, you know we got the habanero 100 coming up and you know that kind of puts me in a, in, a, in a tough position because my man i want to get out there and, and be part of the team and, and you know go after it but at the same time a 24 mile run's probably probably not in my wheelhouse for my current plan could i do it you know i'd like to think i could um I think it's dependent upon where I'm at in my in my bulk or my cut you know that's gonna have some factor into it well it, um
0: it throws off the calorie side like your diet side but it also throws off your about my recovery you b- being sore for a few days yeah. or possibly injured yeah um yep. so not being able to work certain muscle groups for
1: weeks yeah um, yep. I get it so there, there's a few different factors um you know and that's kind of that thing where you know you could, but is it, but should you type deal? You know what I mean? We
0: could have a whole nother conversation, <laughs> whole another conversation about that, man. Um,
1: you know, I can get out there and, and grit out, you know, long, long ultra if I needed to, by all means. Um, there's something, I mean, you know, our whole mindset shift over the past two, three years for us both has, has have been pretty, pretty substantial, pretty dang awesome. Um, I think that's a whole nother conversation we're going to, but, yeah, you know, so right now um, we are currently shooting for a show, a body, a physique show, um, early winter time frame. Um, you know, and that brings up another point of you know, with your Katie Trello C twenty five, where am I going to be for that? You know what I mean? Um, you yeah, know, I know one way or the other, I'll be up there in Missouri, but in what in what regard will I be up there? You know what I mean? Yeah, what what
0: role will you be playing yeah. out there? And to me, I mean that just. From the outside looking up, top view perspective, right, A sky view, uh, looks like crew. Honestly, I mean, I, I don't want you to. That's potentially, I think some of the different distances between aid stations and switch outs are marathon length. Yeah, yeah. And that close to competition for winter because we're talking October.
1: Yep. No telling, man. It's tough. No telling. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's it's just one of those things. We're just gonna have to see how it all pans out time wise um you know and, and my coach is aware that you know I'm, I'm still active in in you know the ultra side of things at least supportive wise crew wise and you know he, he knows i've gone and done some pacing and he's even gotten some of my runs and recently he was like look these are the cardio days that you got right now and we got to just keep it at that for the next few weeks to see how it's looking so i think he's trying to rein me in a little bit which is understandable you know we gotta we gotta maintain some type of consistency on my side too I can't just have random 18 mile runs thrown <laughs> into my plan
0: <laughs> and it's, it's it's a discipline in a different regard right it is
1: it is and it's difficult but um, you know so after my show um you know we'll see we'll see so so I didn't even ask let you ask the question but no I, I you knew what I was gonna
0: <laughs> ask what what's next in line for you but I yeah I know you've got probably eyes on the prize right now with making sure you're staying focused on, on the show. And and I do,
1: I do, you know, I think, um, in the long run, yeah, I want to see this process fully. Um, you know, sometime I see all the way through to the end, regardless of what that looks like. Um, after that, you know, I, 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 would like to think that, you know, I want to maintain the lifting aspect of it, obviously, you know, I find a lot of um, a lot of pros for for lifting in the gym and, and retaining your strength, and you know, maybe may not be so physique guided per se, um, but definitely, you know, there's there's some there's some pretty awesome stuff that can happen inside of a gym just from lifting. Um, you know, I definitely do see myself getting back into ultras. Um, you know, I think that there's a hundred miler out there on the horizon eventually. Um, you know, that's something that I – I don't know. I think it's just one of those things that you, you need to experience. You know, I've seen you go through it a few times. I've, I've seen your dad go through it a few times. And, man, nothing lit me more on fire than seeing your dad come across that finish line and being a part of helping him go through that process. And, and man, I was screaming off the top of my lungs for that. <laughs> that was that was insane. Uh, but I, I just – like that – Like, being part of big things like that is just what drives me. Um, You know, I've gone through and I've paced for just about everybody, I think. And I think down the road, you know, I'm going to have to do it myself one of these days.
0: Time for everybody else to return the favor. Yep, maybe. (laughs) Man, I'm here for it. I I love it. I love to hear that. And I – big things have been a huge uh, huge part of what we've been trying to do here and just showing people what's possible and you've been a huge part of a lot of different big things and and you're i mean a huge part of what makes this thing keep turning and and all of these people successful that are involved in what we're doing so thank you for that
1: first of course, off man. No, I don't know I love it I love the atmosphere the culture that we are building as you know next in line and everything else and um, everybody that's involved, you know, we got we got pretty awesome people that uh, we surround ourselves with with this movement. So,
0: agreed, man. Um, only other thing I'm going to put out there because it crossed my mind, and I want to. I, I believe, I believe, whenever you put things out there in the world, such as like, oh, I'm going to go run a 225 mile ultra marathon, they tend to start coming life right yeah (laughs) Yeah. so i want to put this one out there and and it might be with you because we want to talk about doing some ultra adventures and stuff like that it it might be with barnes michael my dad whoever is part of this crazy crew dan whoever's in here right it could be any of these People and and there's a slew that I'm not naming that could definitely fit the bill too. But there's some runs like Trans Rockies and Trans Alpine that are partner mm-hmm. runs and things like that. Two man team running stage races, got to check into checkpoints within two minutes of each other. Um, yep, yep. 125 miles coverage in five days, stuff like that. Um, be pretty pretty cool. Pretty pretty exciting stuff. Uh, that that might be something to for us to look at here in a little while.
1: That dude, I mean adventure races adventure that's something races. that has always interest or intrigued me at least um
0: yeah, hearing chad right talk about the revenant over there overseas. yeah dude
1: that, is, that just seems like absolutely mind-blowing to be able to experience something like that um i don't know you know i like to keep life interesting
0: that's right <laughs> man well so. I won't beat you up for any more of your time. I know you've got things to accomplish and a uh, yes, busy man. week ahead of you as well.
1: Oh yeah, you too, man. Yeah, and
0: I, <laughs> yeah, I got to go knock down about 10 miles this evening, so we'll see how that goes, but brother, thanks for stopping in and being a part of this and uh looking looking forward to having you on here pretty regularly if you're good for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you again, and it's always a pleasure. And I look forward to I look forward to all opportunities that we have come across our way. So, it's going to be a dang good time and Everybody better hold on for it. So.
0: sounds like a plan. <laughs> and man,
1: all right, brother, I appreciate you.
0: Absolutely, brother. Thank you. And last thing, because I didn't do it earlier, what's yet? If you receive value from this episode of the podcast or any other episode, make sure that y'all guys share the show with somebody who could receive that same kind of value. That's how we grow this circle of influence. We get more people in here, just like Mister Lane Divin, being mm. a super positive influence on everybody that he comes in contact with um showing people what they're capable of pushing to do these big things like ultras and bodybuilding and bodybuilding contests gosh dang, career man. changes big moves. will no, just playing. marriage yeah marriage. <laughs> no. no all the big things that we've been we've been fortunate enough to be a part of that's that's how we do that guys and also feel free to give us a follow on social media that's at next in line development on facebook instagram and TikTok. Shoot us a DM there. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Yep. And with that, feel old, free to reach out as well. There you go. Oh, Lane Divin. Lane dot divin. Is that it on Instagram?
1: Lane.Divin, Lane underscore Divin. Hold on, let me see. Well, hold on on now. Let Let me see, mate. Lane underscore Divin.
0: Lane underscore Divin on Instagram. Very good and knowledgeable on workouts and nutrition, mental toughness, a lot of different great things. But horsemanship, Horsemanship, cowboying. Horsemanship,
1: (laughs) cowboying, fishing, hunting.
0: Yep, Uh, help you out with whatever. Honestly,
1: if y'all ever need anything, you're you're always more than welcome to reach out. Um, and obviously reach out to the next in line as well. So let's get so, after it, dude.
0: Sounds like a plan. Well, guys, with that, always be prepared for whatever is next in line. You wanted to say it with me, didn't you? Almost did. <laughs> <laughs> it was like next in line. Yeah. <laughs>